This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. I am Seth Peterson. I am Debbie Hedren. I'm Rhonda Schwartz. I'm Doris Roberts. This is Jessalyn Gilson. Hello, I'm Victor Webb. Hi, this is Charlotte Ross. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. What's up, you guys? This is AJ from the Backstreet Boys. Hi, this is Shannon Elizabeth, and you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. And you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. With John Patch. John Patch. You're listening to Talkin' Pets with John Patch. Hello, America, and welcome to Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. Join John and his expert guests with all of your pet questions, concerns, comments, and stories. Now it's time for Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. And welcome to Talkin' Pets, heard coast-to-coast on your favorite radio station. This is Talkin' Pets, and I'm John Patch. Joining us is... Hey there, this is Jalen Sidlow from Celestial Custom Dog Services. Here to answer your training questions, your behavior questions, and your pet sitting questions about your pets at 844-305-7800. When you call into that number, you'll speak with Quinn, and he'll put you on the air with us. That's 844-305-7800. The show is produced here at the farm by the ever-so-lovely Miss Lexi Lapp. Hello, John. Hi, Lexi. Hi. <laughs> this is Talking Pets. Once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Jalen Sidlow. I'm Lexi Lapp. And uh, we want to hear from you. The number is 844-305-7800. That's 844-305-7800. Pick up the phone and give us a call. Uh, shortly, we may be having uh, Dr. Robin Gensert on, President and CEO of American Humane. We're trying to track her down, actually, and uh, we're going to be talking about her cause, which is saving America's vets and America's pets. So hopefully we do get in touch with her and uh, able to uh, fill everybody in what that's all about. But, Jilly, how are you? I'm quite fabulous. Doing well? I am. I'm having an amazing summer. Did you have um, uh, a good week? I did have a great week. I've been very busy training. I've had a lot of... Um, Extra training to do with Xerxes with upcoming shows, and I've had a lot of interactive training with new dogs that have been in my house. And uh, I, last time I was on, I told you about a specific dog that had been in an altercation while he was on a walk with his mother with some dogs that had, you know, attacked him. He's doing very well with his retraining in society, and he's not afraid of anything, and I, I'm, I'm just thrilled about that. He had two dogs attack him? Yes, he did. And may I ask they the were, breed? They were pit bulls. And, and the owner was out of his mind and let them go, and they actually bit my friend, who is a surgeon, which this is not cool, um, and just ripped her dog to pieces. He's alive. He's fine. He made it through. 
Um, and now we're in the stages of having the dogs removed from the property, which yeah. is a very long and grueling process, which it shouldn't be when someone's a felon and should not be owning vicious dogs like this. But That's the problem. It's and, not, it happens, and it's not the dog. It it's the owner. In a, in a schoolyard. How crazy is that? I mean, it, what if the kids had been, you know, out at recess or something and they turned on one of the children? Right. That's just, you know, and I, it's not the breed. I'm saying it's not the breed. It's the owner. Then the guys just stood there and did nothing. Well, we have a, a home in our neighborhood, actually, that um, I'm not too high on. And my neighbor was walking his dog down the street. Right. Uh, you know, somewhat quiet street in terms of neighborhood mm-hmm. and people and so on and so forth. But um, all of a sudden, two, and again, and I hate to say the name, but two pit bulls jumped the fence. Right. And tried to, well, they did attack the dog. Right. Um, punctured the dog. And also, while my neighbor John was trying to, you know, kind of beat the dogs off. And he was hurt. He got bit several times in yep. the leg mm-hmm. by the uh, pit bulls. And um, so when my niece is here now vacationing with my sister, so uh, I said, if you go jogging, jog to the right. <laughs> Don't jog. On Carry that. pepper spray. <laughs> Yeah. Carry pepper spray. Just do, you can never be too careful, and don't be afraid to spray it. You know, I'm I'm sorry. You have to protect yourself. It's like if I was in the mountains hiking, I'd be carrying bear spray. And it's sad, but true. But here we are in the cities, and you just you could be in downtown Tampa, and you could still be bit by a a wild dog for heaven's sakes. Downtown anywhere. Yeah. Um. So, uh, you know, it's funny that you said the thing about the bear, though. Cause as soon as you talked about that, it brought that. In case, you know, if you're out in the woods, you know, California or wherever you're at, and, you know, on the mountains and you got a bear attack you, which there was just a case where black bears attacked some people uh-huh. and they were told, you know, drop and get in a fetal position, you know, co- cover your ears, like your, your, your head. But that's what you're supposed to do. I because most of the times you can't un- outrun a bear. You cannot outrun and a bear. And if you climb a tree, bears can climb trees. And it's really hard to play dead when you're being ripped apart. By yeah. those big old claws, because they tell you to play dead too, because they'll try to bury you and then they'll urinate all over you and come back and eat you later. Yeah, do you ever see that that movie with um, yes Leonardo Reve- DiCaprio, the Reverend, Re- Reverend, 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 Rev- Rev- I don't remember something. I know, I remember. Did you ever see it? No, I haven't. Seen there it. is it a, was good. A, it's one know, of my favorite movies, and there was a bear scene in that movie mm-hmm. that wow. I don't know if I want to drop and get in a fetal position after watching that go on. <laughs> But um, it was frightening. Yeah. But a great movie, though. It was really good. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be on Netflix this summer. I can watch it. <laughs> so it's definitely worth watching. I'm so busy. I, you know, unless you send me to the movies to critique something, I'm just busy working. But um, that's the thing, though. And the same thing they say, actually, when a dog is attacking you sometimes is to make yourself bigger in a way and yes. then yell at the dog. And Because most likely, if you go to run, then it's predator prey right. and a, a a dog that has that already in its instincts is mm-hmm. to attack. It's just going to look at, okay, coward, I am going to track them down. Right. So yeah, they, they it's will. kind of that fear factor gets in you, it's though. Like, you know, never chase a running dog because he runs from you. Well, will you run from a dog? They're going to come up and they're going to catch you and they're going to knock you to the ground. And they're going to hurt you. So if you can, you know, punch it in the nose, <laughs> you know, poke out its eyes. They say that with a, with a shark, too, if you're being attacked yeah. in the waters by a shark. shark week. You know? I what know. Was, it? was it the nostrils or the eyes? That's an alligator. Mm-hmm. Oh, alligator, alligator, that's right. Nostrils, nostrils sharks, sharks your eyes. eyes. Yeah. Okay. There was actually a story recently of a young girl, I think she was like 12 or something, and she was swimming, and she had just gone to see the Gator Boys or something like that, and was in like the water, and a the Gator, gator got Boys? Her. Yeah, they, 
they go around. Oh, n- no, it's at Gator World here in Florida. Okay, yeah. Gatorland. Gatorland. Yeah. Gator okay. So she just went to Gatorland. And so she got attacked by an alligator, and she remembered what they told her about jabbing yeah, oh, yeah. it. Yeah, we did a story on that. We did a story on that here. It, yeah. Well, it, it just it was biting her leg, and it released, and she really hardly had just a few stitches, and she it, it swam away. Well, that's one thing that, you know, there's always, I think there's always going to be animals in captivity. Right. But if they're in captivity for educational purposes, um, rather than maybe entertainment, <laughs> yep. um, then there's some good that comes out of it. Because kids do, they're like a sponge. Mm-hmm. You know, they soak in everything. And that little girl apparently mm-hmm. soaked in the right stuff. Just like if you have a small dog and a dog is attacking it, you are better to beat off the larger dog than try to pick up the small dog. Because then it becomes a rag doll and it gets even worse. And if you have the ability to throw it over a fence and you think you, you're doing the right thing, you, the dog's, I mean, it might be okay over the fence, but then you are the victim. And it's, that dog's going to rip you apart for doing It's so hard, that. though, because when you really think about it, you're, you know, we're saying the right things about what to do. But when your adrenaline kicks in and everything else and your fear kicks in, I mean, one of the biggest things is See, run. My, bro- <laughs> my broken finger right here that I get, you have to push it up. That's from beating a dog basically to the ground to let go of one of my dogs. I got in it. I just, I just beat him like I was a boxer. Just, I, just, I belted him until he finally like gave Rocky, up. huh? I did, and I actually, I, I pulled the same thing you can pull, and that they teach girls to, you know, in self defense. I kicked him in the groin. <coughs> I did. <laughs> I kicked him so hard, and he did yell. <coughs> Well, pick up the phone and give us a call. We want to talk to you. If you've got a question, 844-305-7800, 844-305-7800. And by the way, if you're on Facebook, and you can check us out and watch us right now at Talkin' Pets Radio. No G in the talking at Talkin' Pets Radio. And you can watch us right now, and we're waving. Hi. Howdy. So pick up the phone and give us a call, 844-305-7800. I'm John Patch. I'm Jalen Sidlow. I'm Lexi Lapp. And this is Talkin' Pets. Touch me, baby, I love cleaning the litter box, said no one ever. Luckily, there's World's Best Cat Litter, the litter that promises less mess with less litter. Only World's Best Cat Litter uses the concentrated power of corn to quickly trap odors in tight clumps. And quick clumping means you never have to chisel or scrape the box. Less cleanup with less wasted litter? That's a litter bit amazing. Save $2 on World's Best Cat Litter. Visit www.saveonworldsbest.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com.
again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Jalen Sidlow, and I love Neil Diamond. And I'm Lexi Lapp. <laughs> well, once again, pick up the phone and give us a call at 844-305-7800. If you've got a question, 844-305-7800. That is the number to call, 844-305-7800. You know, what, 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 what do you think makes it to the point... Oh, I just noticed your shirt, actually. Um, I'm a rowdy person. Any questions? <laughs> That's cute. Is that awesome? Um, well, what do you think makes that kind of mindset in a person that they want to get a dog and train it to do bad things? And is it they don't think it's bad when they... I had a friend one time years ago in my hometown here. You know, we produced the show out of Tampa Bay nationally across the country. And, um, well, my friend Mark. I haven't seen him in many, 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 many years. But I'll never forget when he said to me one day, you know, I got this large dog to train it to attack anybody that comes over my yard, like over my fence. And I'm like, what about the mailman or right. a UPS guy or, well, you know, FedEx or something, well, you know? So there's, I mean, and maybe it comes on from television and movies and just stupidity, basically. That's why I'm going to throw that out there. But you do not have to train a dog to protect you. If you give that dog love and attention and proper training to make it a respectable animal in society... I don't care who's coming at you. He's going to protect you or she's going to protect you. That's what dogs do for their families. They protect the ones that they love. It's a natural instinct. You train a big dog, a German Shepherd, a Rottweiler, a Doberman Pinscher, a Pitbull, a Mastiff, a St. Bernard, for heaven's sakes, a Boxer. You train them to be mean, and you've got a loaded cannon on your hands. And, it's, like, it's like my killer yeah. cat. Anybody I mean, messes with me, and, and winter's anybody, on them. <laughs> anybody who is that, that does something like that is basically ignorant to the fact of, you know, what animals are really here for and what they're capable of doing. And that's when you, you do, you have, you have a dangerous animal on your hands. And then if something does happen, then that poor animal who doesn't know any better gets euthanized. Well, bull baiting, you know, I mean, the, the fighting dogs, that goes back many, 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 mm-hmm. many years. So it's kind of bred but into... They, they were, that in those ancient things and those ancient cultures that do that, those dogs are not fighting people. They're fighting other Another animals. Dog. And I know it's horrible but and then, I don't agree with it. It's disgusting. But they are not tra- they're not going to attack other people. They're only going to attack another dog. It's a completely different thing. And it's really bad for that dog. That's the... Um, the bait dog. Yeah. yeah the submissive really one that they bad. shove in there to, you know... We're getting a handle on it here. I mean, there's still a lot of illegal fighting going on. The saddest part about that is where it's when it's prevalent in an area, that's when you really have to be careful and watch your dogs because these idiots who are doing this illegally and think that it's awesome and they're gambling and they're making all these money this and they think it's cool they're out there stealing these beautiful little animals from people and using them as bait and that is the, the saddest thing in the whole world well, it's like cockfighting though too i mean they, that goes all across the country and, yep. and beyond mm-hmm. um and it's become you know a sport but that's illegal but as well cockfighting they don't use bait Unless they use baby chickens, but I don't, I don't know anything. Yeah, about I don't know. It. I don't know if they um, shove in another hen or anything like yeah. that. You know, during that, but the you know the roosters basically go at it. Exactly. You know, some people put razor blades on them. Yeah, their, I know. I've yeah, seen that. It's really yep. sad. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's messed up. <clears throat> now being a chicken daddy, I couldn't imagine actually no. throwing my any hen in there. Of, <laughs> any kind of a, a betting for animal fighting is just it's just it's horrible. So all of a sudden, my my niece uh, Kayla was out in the pool and she was floating in the pool, and I grabbed one of my chickens. Rose. And no, you didn't. She was sleeping on the raft. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and, I, and I stuck Rose on her feet. <laughs> she almost had heart failure. Oh, my goodness. And then I put Rose on the, on the patio, and she went strutting down the patio to go back towards her hutch outside because I had the door open. 
my sister was laughing because here's, it's funny to watch a chicken run. Oh. I mean, the way their legs go up in the air and stuff. Well, I was going to go out and I always, when I get here, I say hi to your exotic birds. I say hi to your cats. I go out and I say hi to the golden girls, all your chickens. Yep. But they were sleeping on the rafts and I knew I'd wake them up. Well, I, when I, I go, hi, girls, I'd think I was talking to them, not the chickens. I now understand the term chicken legs, though. <laughs> I mean, because, you know, I mean, it's like when I go to the gym and I'm working out. So many guys don't work out on their legs. They work out on their upper body. So they've got, you know, big chest, big, big arms. And then oh, they got yeah, chicken legs. a couple legs. of them. You know, and it reminds me of my chickens because I look at my chickens, they have these big bodies and they look muscular because of their feathers and stuff. And, and all of a sudden you look at their legs and they get that, these tiny little sticks that they run on. Chicken legs. Yep. <laughs> and um, so it's so darn hot out here and, you know, and climate change doesn't exist, correct? No. What? What? I was so um, hot. But it's just um, my chickens won't even lay eggs anymore. And I think it's because of the heat. I think so. we didn't notice the heat so much when we were children because we were running in the sprinklers no, or in never, the pool or in the lake. Even the time I've lived here in Florida, it's never been this hot. So. It's always so hot. Not this time of the year. Yeah, no, wait, it's, like our it's hot, is, hot if but you, it's hot. If you're ever coming to vacation in Florida and you're coming during August and September, those are our worst months. Those are the hottest months. Mm-hmm. Not, that, But right now, to be in the upper 90s and hundreds, I mean, this is just it's crazy. I, mean, I know. I can't be outside unless I'm in the pool. I, I fear my electric bill every time I look at it. So yeah, mine's been a little demonstrative. As yeah, well. I mean it's scary. But uh, uh, the, which solar heating? I mean, I would love to be able to afford solar heating on my house because if I know some people that put it in and their electric bill has gone down to zero. Yeah, you know, and why can't we do that? Well, could, why can't everybody that, do that? You could heat the pool too. In yeah, the I know everything. Not so. like we have winters or anything, but Disney uses it. Solar. They use all like solar powered stuff. They have like a whole bunch of features. And it's smart. I grew up very smart. I mean, I mean, use the environment for what Mm -hmm. it is and don't pollute it. So you're not polluting it by absorbing the sun. So good stuff. It is. Pick up the phone. Give us a call. 844-305-7800. I was hoping we we announced that we were going to have Dr. Gensert on um, with Saving America's Vets and America's Pets, which I think is a very important subject. But uh, we can't seem to track her down. But um. We'll try one more time and see if we can get her on. Hopefully we can. There's but. a lot of different situations going on right now that a lot of different organizations are getting into. Like this one particularly is wonderful because it's dealing with PTSD with soldiers and then uh, reinventing the dogs that are in the shelter and putting them through the training because it's very costly. They're also doing this with um, using them as guardian dogs around uh, prisons. I think the dogs that actually cannot be retrained, but instead of euthanizing them, there's an extra wall, and they each have their own houses and stuff like that. So prisoners won't escape if you're going to get eaten. Well, another thing, too, is (laughs) Betty White actually got her dog from a training facility like that that failed, Um, which a lot of times you can adopt a dog that Mm -hmm. fails the course, and they still know a lot of stuff, but they just didn't make the course. Hey, give us a call, 844-305-7800. You're listening to Talkin' Pets. When I adopted her, she was a mess. Scabs, itching, licking, missing fur, hot spots, a thin, dull coat. So I take the dog to the vet for the standard run-of-the-mill tests and treatments. No results. I hear your advertisement on the radio. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 859-428-1000. So I get the five-pound box of Dynavite and the Lico Chops. Within a four-week total, instead of a German Shedder, I have a German Shepherd. Sheba is a 105 lean pounds of shiny, smooth, happy dog for life because she gets fed Dynavite. 
and the results, they're just incredibly outstanding. And she loves it. When you rescue a dog, you have to do the right thing. You've got to feed them right for life. Do the Dynavite. Dynavite for life. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Looking from a window above, it's like a story of love. Can you hear me? Came back only yesterday, moving farther away. Won't you need And you're listening to Talking Pets. Once again, I'm John Patch. I'm Jalen Sidlow. And a happy birthday to Rosie the Wiener Dog. Oh, is it her birthday? <laughs> yeah. How old is Rosie? Three. Three? Three. Oh, yeah. she's just a baby. Yeah, she's still a baby. <laughs> and to Emily, my stepsister. It's her birthday, too. She's 15. Yeah, 15. Happy birthday, Emily. <laughs> So the wiener dog, three years. Yeah, wieners actually; th- those dogs, dogs, they can live a long time. They can you better live a long time, and they time. can be very controlling. Oh, yeah. I like to call them little Hitler. <laughs> little Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> they do have a mind of their own. I mean, they could be very stubborn. She's so cute, though. She gives you hugs. I, like this morning, I was laying on the floor. I wasn't feeling the best this morning. Last night was a rough night for me, and then so I woke up this morning. I'm kind of like laying on the floor. Why was it a rough night? I had a girls' night last night. So, yeah. Awesome. I did, yeah. too. Yeah. That was awesome. I don't have them often, but when I do, we go all out. So you know, It's like my niece. She had a girls' night, too, last night. Well, when I say go all out, and my sister sit at home and drink screwdrivers and girl gossip. But That's I mean, awesome. Those <laughs> are the good times, it's, it's, Yeah, now. it's the best. But, yeah, so she, I got, I lay down on the floor, and she comes up, and she, like, hugs me. She, like, hugs me with her, like, she literally will put her little arms on your shoulder and, like, hug you with her neck, and it's so cute. Pets are incredible. I mean, it's just, it's just absolutely amazing that, you know, they, they give you so much love mm-hmm. and they just expect to be fed. You know, I mm-hmm. mean, they're not looking for a handout of money. <laughs> they well, don't want a new car. Um, you know, just give me my food and walk me and, you know, and I'm all good. A bath once in a while, hopefully. However, I do plan to leave my hair all over your house and I might oh. pee on some of your favorite plants, but, you know... You love me anyway. My sister was like that today. She's like, I think the house needs plants? to be vacuumed. I was like, today is vacuum day, okay? <laughs> it will be done. Um, because I, I got two kitties. That's why, not because it's dirty. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I lost. You have two. You have two furry kitties. Too. Yeah, two furry mm-hmm. kitties with white hair. Yeah, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Literally everywhere. Well, my boy doesn't shed so much, but it's you know because I brush him every day. And he swims all the time. And, you know, and he eats really super califragilistic food, which makes them, you know, not shed so much. But I have a husky this weekend. Oh, they oh, shed like crazy. Oh, my goodness. Those are beautiful dogs. Oh, she's so gorgeous. Miss Ava. Blue she, eyes? Oh, beautiful blue eyes. Yeah, I would love to get a husky. Yeah. They're so gorgeous. She's, very, she's, she's the brown and white. Tough down in Florida because um, they're, yeah. you know, cold weather dogs. 
She's great, though. She's she's so respectful of my home, and she knows she doesn't get on furniture when I leave. She goes right into her kennel and lays down. She's quiet. She doesn't bark. Well, that's and surprising because she's awesome. Huskies are noisy, aren't they? Generally, Some, sometimes they can when they're in when they're in packs together because they feed off of one another. But you should see my boy. That little nubbin on the back of him because he's a Rottweiler doesn't have a tail. That thing goes a million miles a minute, and he chases her around the pool all day long until his tongue's just like hanging down. <laughs> it's hilarious. That's a man. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, I think a husky Rottweiler mix would be so cute. Okay, no, no mixed breeds. <laughs> Sorry, so cute. Yeah, well, are you are you going to be showing Xerxes your Rottweiler? I will be coming up in uh, Brooksville in uh, September. What's mm-hmm. your advice for somebody that wants to show their dog? Start young. Call your local facilities, training facilities, and find out who has uh, pre-show training. Um, if you've got the money to hire a professional handler, do it. If you want to do it on your own, fabulous. But get in those classes. They're really inexpensive. And go. Show that, show up every week. Get your puppy started. I'm not kidding you. At like four months, five months, get them in there early. Because they have to learn how to stack. And they have to learn how to gate. And they have to learn how to work with the judges and the hands all over the body. And showing their teeth. And all Sorry. that fun stuff. <laughs> Excuse me. Lexi. <laughs> Jeez. And the more comfortable they are with people touching them and the surroundings of of being in a ring, uh, the better off you are. Especially if you have a male, because they have to stay intact. And some males get a little bit crazy. Chili. Would you stop it? (laughs) You ask me questions, and then you make all these obnoxious sounds. I really did burp, though. She did. That one, that one. that's me. It wasn't my my burp. It wasn't the real loud one, but all of a sudden, I didn't know where it came from, because I was like, what was that noise? It it sounded like there was a man in the room, and it tried to me, and I was like, ah. I'm always the one who's belching on air, so. Yeah, you do. I do. You do belch a lot. I do belch a lot. like a man. It came out of nowhere, (laughs) and I wasn't expecting it. Like a man, like a man burp. Oh, I belch. (laughs) I like, yeah, I can say like sentences and things like that. Can you really? (laughs) Do you practice? No, it's just part of my life. I've always done it. I thought it was funny. (laughs) You are one pathetic loser. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you very much for that. Thank you. Hell yeah! And give us a call, 844-305-7800, 844-305-7800. That is the number to call. Uh, if you've got a training question, a behavior question, or a um, uh, pet sitting question, mm-hmm. which is always very important because it's a big business now, pet sitting. Huge. Humongous. Yeah. Huge. I mean, people, I mean, you can live your life. You can, that's, it's a job. It's a, it is it's a, a job. career. And it's, it can, it's a full-time job. I mean, you know, it is for me, and but I do more boarding. Because I'm specialty. Because when I'm taking care of your animal, I'm also training it. Um, I started out doing a lot of pet sitting until I got grounded with my business, and then it's much nicer just to stay home, you know, and mm-hmm. and bring in specific animals that you know everybody's going to get along. And because I mean, it's so hard when you go away and your animal is everything to you, and you put it in a boarding facility. Yes, there are many, many, many wonderful boarding facilities out there, but there's also a lot that aren't. And when they come into my home, they're treated as if they're at home. You know, yes, they'll need to kennel, you know, if they're not perfect or they're young. If I have to go out or I have to run to the store, I have to train another dog, something like that. But they are free to roam. I snuggle. We have swim classes. We have training classes. We play all day. I supply the food, you know, the food stations, the toys. I was like, everything. food? What is food? <laughs> no, food stations, you know. Um, I have orthopedic beds. I mean, it's like coming to Doggy Disney World when you stay with me. But how do you get it? Like, if you, because all dogs don't get along. It's like cats. Cats don't all we get do along either. We do meet and greets. You do meet and greets? I do meet and greets. Is it, mm-hmm. do you do that 
in a certain environment or I, well i do i do it because i live on a big two acre park out in front of my house even though i live in the middle of the city it's you know the perfect environment i have them bring their dog to where i am have the dogs meet outside in the park take a nice big long walk and then come back through the house into the backyard and that's when we unleash and see how everybody does if they can't get along in the park then they're not coming in the house it's just i'm just like i'm sorry this is not going to work out because I don't want that, you know, hanging over me that somebody could have a fight or somebody could get hurt or something like that. Yeah. In case my friend April's listening right now, dog park. Because all my dogs she had that one I, dog, I Dixie, care for are amazing. That dog was a little terrier. That was a terror. Mm-hmm. It would attack any dog in the park that was wearing a sweater or, or a shirt or anything. And I've had some dogs that come in and they do okay. And then all she of a sudden banned. they snap. <laughs> <laughs> and I've had to separate them. And, you know, if blood is drawn, that is it. There's no detention. You're expelled. Boom. I call their parents. Come get your dog. Out. Done. Don't come back. It's very important that people understand if you're going to have an animal in your life, you've got to train it and know how to, exactly. how to work with it. And I mean, that, you can't say it enough. You can't just plop the animal into your house and say, oh, okay, you're, out, you're, you're home. Here you go. Mm-hmm. And then they start chewing on this or peeing on that or pooping on that and you know, then you need SCOE 10X. <laughs> exactly. Well, and I have a many, many, many recurring clients, and so, and the, but they're all on the same page. The dogs are together, very often together. They train together. You know, some of them sleep together. They take walks together, swim together. So it's all good. And I, you know, and that's why you have to weed out the bad ones. Rosie doesn't like other dogs. She's not a dog dog. Where'd you get her from? Um, my mom had an assistant that got her and then she ended up having back surgery and she had two other little dogs and the little, the other ones didn't like her cause she was a puppy and they bullied her a lot. So my, she had ended up texting my mom. I was like, Hey, like, do you want a dog? And so my mom was like, I don't know. And so she texted me and stuff and she's like, should I get a dog? And cause she's wanted one for a couple of years. And then she texted me a picture and I'm like, yes, you should get a dog. Like I love dachshunds personally. They're like my favorite. <laughs> Every time I see one, I get really excited. Um, so uh, then she got her. So we've had her now for two years, two and a half years. Cause we got her back in January back. Like she was, six months, she was six months old. And you would never think that she, you know, had a, a mean streak in her, but she know, does do- not like other dogs. can be pretty ferocious when they want to. Be. No, that's what yeah. I mean. They're, I call them little Hitlers. But oh. the thing is, is that why do you think actually that dog is not friendly with other dogs? Small dog syndrome. Mm-hmm. You think so? Mm-hmm. Well, that, I think that's her problem is that she just, because even if you walk by the house, like e- literally yesterday I walked to, to the car. I walked out the front door. She saw me walk out the front door and I walked in front of the window and she barked at me. And I'm like, <laughs> are you never, blind? <laughs> I've never had a problem with small dog syndrome. So pick up the phone and give us a call. 844-305-7800. 844-305-7800. That's why I had to ask you for your approval on that one. So pick up the phone and give us That's a call. Funny. 844-305-7800. Once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Jalen Sidlow. I'm Lexi Lapp. Pick up the phone, give us a call, and watch us on Facebook right now live at Talking Pets Radio. Molly, here's your dinner. <laughs> Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. 
It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your cat tree tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Want to know who the latest trendsetters are in Hollywood? How about Irish setters? Find out who's been spotted with Spot, chowing with their chow, and shopping for Gucci with their Poochie. Get, get the scoop on all the latest celebrity pet patter right here. Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> And once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Jalen Sidlow. I'm Lucky Luck. <laughs> Pick up the phone and give us a call, 844-305-7800. You got enough pretzel in your mouth? I don't, I'm not like a big pretzel fan, but... That's like the third one you've shoved in your face. I know, they're really good. They're like... <laughs> you know what it is, though? I don't know what it is. It's those the, the stick ones. What are they called? Mm-hmm. Stick ones. Pretzel sticks? They're called rods. I like the rods. <laughs> So Get hard. your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> yeah, they're called rods, actually. <laughs> uh, the pretzel rods. I like those. For some reason, I can like it's eat a ton of those. It's got to be a selling point that it psychologically does something in, in someone's gutter. head to do something <laughs> I don't know. crazy like that. Whatever. These are just like really, they're like... You like the rods better, don't you? I do. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. So, I've always liked the rods better, so we don't have to go there. <laughs> but they're good. And then like the burnt part at the ends, the darker parts, the you know... They're, Are they they're even better. No. Okay. Anyway, they're good with mustard too. You ever try with mustard? I don't like mustard. I like really? That. No, they, they're very good with mustard. I know when I was at, at Penn State University, that's where I graduated from. Um, there was. Uh, you're the, wearing your alma mater. I shirt am actually. Today. My niece got me this shirt, Penn State. Um, so if you're. I don't think they made t-shirts at my college, or maybe they do. I don't know. I went to FIT. I'm that weirdo in the crowd. I'm, not, you know, I'm the underwater archaeologist. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't go to college, so. And look at you now. Here I am. (laughs) (laughs) 
But, you know, uh, there was this one place. It was like an old um, train station kind of thing or whatever. And I can't remember the name of it back then. But they used to serve the pretzels with that, like, uh, spicy mustard. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. We were sitting there and drink beer and spicy mustard and pretzels all day long. You know the big hot ones that you get in the mall, the big, mm-hmm. the, the twisted ones? I love the soft ones. Annie's. Those are great with, I like, with mustard. I like those with the cinnamon, cinnamon ones. You were, she was just trying to feed my cat. Summer. She did eat it. She was trying to eat it, though. My cat, Summer, is like a food pig. I mean, no matter where you're at with food, no matter what it is, she's like a dog. I mean, I don't know, because I adopted her. Mm -hmm. I don't know if the woman that had her before or whatever was feeding her table food or whatever or where she was getting it from. But between trying to train her not to go on counters, (laughs) which is getting there okay. um but that's not an easy task with kitties oh she's she's stubborn um and you know i'll let her go on anything that she wants to couches chairs whatever but no tables and no counters where there's food i don't want her up on them but where there's food or she sees it or smells it or hears it that was mm-hmm. like we opened up the pretzel bag and she came running in here i mean so she didn't want to eat it i tried no but she actually uh sniffed it Mm-hmm, she did, but oh. I thought you were oh, trying to take a bite. And hey, we got to do a shout out to the gal listening to us from the UK. Oh yeah, Carolyn, yeah. that's yep. kind of cool. Um, yep. On our uh, right now on Facebook Live, yep. um, somebody's watching us. Uh, hey, Carolyn from the UK. So hey, we're giving hey, you a darling. shout. Thanks for tuning in from all the way over there. Can I just tell you, like, <laughs> like one of the th- I love accents, and when we do interviews with people that have a British accent uh-huh. or whatever, I'm sitting here going, <gasps> "My favorite is Australian. I Australian know. works that's too. Very sexy too. French. Yes. Uh, oh yes." I just saw something run by. It was a lizard. <laughs> Speaking of lizards, the, you know, my sister's here and my niece is here, you know, for the week on vacation. And they're, all of a sudden, my sister and I are in the television room watching TV and I hear this scream in the back of the house. <laughs> it is <laughs> Kayla, my niece. Uh-huh. There was one of those little lizards in the shower. No, I would freak out. I would freak Why? out. Why? It's a lizard. I hate Are you them. sure it wasn't one of the ones with the suction cup? Ew, that would be even worse. They yeah. get in all the time. I no. mean, because you leave the doors open, or the, I let my cats out to the pool, which is caged, and sometimes they pick it up with their mouth and run into the house with it. Oh, yeah. It's like a new toy. I freak well, and out. It's, it's breeding season right now, too. So the dragons, the ones that have the, the thing that comes out, and some of them have, and they look like dinosaurs. I mean, they're six, eight inches long. See, they're I, big I think, lizards. I think if you go back, archaeologists, if you go back, we were only about an inch big way back when. And oh, anthropologists. <laughs> and we were only like an inch big, so they were our dinosaurs. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. <laughs> no, I hate them. They're my least favorite. I hate them so much. I think they're disgusting. They freak me out. I have one dog that I take care of. You Mr. don't even Wilson. like frogs. No. Oh, I hate frogs. I'm terrified of I frogs. I love frogs. But he'll catch those big ones and the tail's going. Yeah, no. And when I tell him to Winter drop it. Winter does that. My, he goes, my white cat. And he swallows uh. it. And I'm like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, Winter's in a mood today. I don't know why, but she's very moody. Um, yeah, she hasn't come to visit yet. And I think the hot weather outside is too hard for her because uh, she does go out to the pool with the girls, and um, she's maybe she loves being out there. Yeah. Um, but she'll want she'll be banging on the door to get back in probably like a couple of minutes later. It's hot. My cat's yeah. grounded. He's not allowed out onto my patio right now because he's been pooping by my plant. That's because you that, took away his litter box. Exactly. My mom did it. Big thing. If you've got cats and they have their litter boxes in a specific place, I know this sounds so stupid. You can't pick it up and just move it or get rid of it. You have, to, and if you want to move it, you got to slowly Gradually. each day move it a couple, of, yep. like a, a foot each day. So if it's in one part of the house, each foot you got to move it every day mm-hmm. to where you want to get it. He's doing it to be a jerk because he's mad at me. Well, they don't like. I mean, that's well, their toilet. Like How would you feel and... if you had to go to the bathroom really bad and somebody took your toilet away? Well, the thing <laughs> is, is that he has. 
whenever I, I've noticed this with a couple of my cats that when I have two litter boxes for them, one becomes for peeing and one becomes for pooping. And so the outdoor one was his pooping litter box. <laughs> and now I took that away. So now he's like, I'm going to poop on your plants. Well, and if he's a scuffer, you know, like they scuff up behind them. Oh, yeah. Um, Bummer. If he's, if he's pooping in your plants and he starts oh, scuffing, guess hey, where the poop's going to end up? In your pool. No, he's not. He's not pooping in my plants. He's pooping on my patio next to my plants. So I went over there to water him, and I'm like, why does it smell like poop over here? <laughs> That's what the cat is. Charge! I'm going to poop all over your so, patio. I was so mad. So now he's locked inside the house until he starts pooping in the litter box. Well, thanks for joining us in this hour of Talking Pets, gang. And by the way, spay and neuter your pets and help control that pet population. If you're looking to adopt a pet, make sure you go to your local shelter or mm-hmm. your rescue group and get one there. There's a lot of unwanted pets that need a home. But it really is important. It's extremely important to spay and neuter. Um, as our buddy Bob always says, Bob Barker, spay and neuter your pets and help control the pet population. And I'm very happy that Drew is saying that at the end of the program. Absolutely. Right. So, I saw that Good the other job, day. Drew. So for this hour of Talking Pets, thanks for joining us on Facebook Live at Talking Pets Radio. Each hour is uh, broadcast on there. And uh, check out our website for more information. And uh, thanks for joining us. And by the way, uh, the first call that comes in right now is going to get a bottle of SCOE 10X and a bottle of Nutrix for your dog or cat. Call 844-305-7800. Bye for now. Bye, y'all. Bye. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.